This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, February 6th on KWAD. What a busy weekend in sports. And by busy, I mean not quite very busy. So, Corey, with the Pro Bowl happening this weekend and the NHL All-Star weekend and the Wolves playing a little bit of games, uh, do you think that it's uh, it's time to do this on a uh, on a Monday morning? No. No? No, wait, yes, I do. Yes, yes. What's the time for? Vibe check. Vibes? You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, vibe, vibe check. Put out the vibe. Where are we starting? Uh, why don't we start with your Minnesota Timberwolves, Corey? They're my Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, they're not mine. All right, here let's give the uh, let's give the background. They never trailed. They beat the Denver Nuggets last night, one twenty-eight to ninety-eight. They seem to kind of have the Nuggets number, kind of, sort of, maybe. It also helps to have a team's number when the best player in the league and the their other best starter are not playing. Yeah, I think they were missing three or four starters in that one, and the Wolves did what they should have and beat a team by 30. And I watched the game last night, Corey, all the way throughout, they just were in control, which, thank goodness, for as weird of a team as the Minnesota Timberwolves are, I fully expected them to have this go down to the wire and if not, actually lose this game. So good on the Wolves for doing what they were supposed to and just taking care of business because now they have tonight off I believe and then tomorrow they go to Denver and have a tough little western conference road trip here all right so before we we dive face first into this official vibe check yeah that's the that's the recency bias thing they just beat Denver Mm -hmm. all right here's some other things that need to be considered in all of this yes the Wolves are just two games out of third place in the West. Yes, they currently sit at seventh. They're also one and a half games from missing the playoffs. That's how jumbled up the West is right now. And it doesn't look like it's getting unjumbled anytime soon, Corey. Kyrie Irving is going to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, whatever. Good luck to them. <laughs> um, also, so this is uh, all of those things are true, but this is also true. If the Timberwolves even played 500 against the five worst teams in the league, they would be the three seed right now. Wow. Okay. They have two losses to Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, and Orlando. They're 14 and uh, fourteen and 11 against sub-500 teams. I mean, you saw it on Friday night against Orlando. Well, most people didn't see it because yeah. Valley decides not to put themselves on television for some reason. But those who were able to watch it, it was a pitiful game on Friday night that led to fights and ejections and suspensions and just, again, Wolves have this tendency to play down to competition a lot. If you want to know the difference between the Timberwolves and some other teams, um, so 14 and 11 are the Timberwolves against sub-500 teams. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, 9-0. and Now oh. Memphis, 8-1. and <sighs> Denver, 12-2. and Yikes. That's a problem. Yeah, that is, uh, and uh, and what is the Timberwolves' record? They are twenty nine and twenty seven. I don't know what you um, know, like broadly about sports in general, but that sounds like a five hundred team to me. <laughs> yeah, I, and it sounds like an average team right now. Which is now they've been playing better in January, but they still just get 
nipped in the heel by some of these bad losses. Every time we think the Timberwolves have taken a step and they've improved, they'll always regress back to one of these. So, Corey, what's your final verdict? My vibe check on the uh, on the Timberwolves, whichever the one is. Oh, wait, I remember. It's, eh, I want a vibe. I want to vibe. I, I I'm with you. I I want to vibe on this one. I want to I want to jump two feet in on the Timberwolves. They just will not allow me to. So final verdict. I want to vibe. Yeah, love it. Great. Uh, all right. What's our vibe check on the Wild? Ooh, the Wild actually get back into action tonight. They're in Arizona now. Are you a, a true true man from uh, uh, rural? parts of the from the sticks and do you call them the arizona coyotes i mean or do you call them the coyotes it depends depends on what i kind of want to lean into that day yeah that's how i feel too it's, some days they're just the coyotes and some days oh they're playing the coyotes the coyotes today. oh they're playing the coyotes they today. they're oh, off yeah. the all-star break um uh kirill kaprizov was the lone wild representative there he didn't have a goal or an assist in uh, in the all-star weekend he also did not win the fastest skater award he was in that competition um uh i don't know man they they start at eight uh they they're in third place in the central division with 58 points they're 27 17 and four that's like not a bad record even at all. So, uh, vibe check. Vibe check. Vibes? You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, vibe, vibe check. Put out the vibe. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm waiting for this team to do something. Every year that I've known the Minnesota Wild, they do something. Either they go crazy hot or they go crazy cold. They've not had either of those things happen. They've just been good. 27-17 and 4 is not like an awful record at all. They've like they have just been like huh. they probably if if the Timberwolves weren't so darn uh dramatic this year. Yeah. People would probably be talking about this wild team differently would be my guess. Um just like generally. Mhm. So I feel I feel good about it. Let's do a glass half full. Um, whatever is the good vibe check. It's the vibe I love. It is the vibe I love. I mean, I don't blame you for thinking that. The thing with this Minnesota Wild team is they always kind of go through this point of the year. Like you said, they're either really, really hot, really, really cold. They're somewhere in the middle. I still expect there's some kind of swoon or rabid hot streak coming their way. But I got to be honest, like I've told you all season, Corey, I've just been indifferent on the wild. I want to know the vibe on this team heading into March and late March. And how does this team build toward the end of the season? So right now I'm going to go kind of neutral on this one. I want to vibe. I want to vibe with the wild so bad, but uh, not quite. I'm not quite ready to put two feet in on the Minnesota Wild quite yet. Although, if the season ended today, they are in a playoff spot. They had they would get the third spot in the Central Division. Sure. The Jets and the Stars are both ahead of them. The Wild have 58 points, and the Jets have 65, the Stars 66. So that's where the Wild stand in the post-All-Star so, break playoff So they are going to have to get hot. They are going to have to. Well, right now they'd make the playoffs if the season ended today. But if they want to end up getting a much better position, they're going to need to get hot or at least continue on this current level throughout 
the year. Uh, all right, anything NFL? Let, let's go. Let's go NFL. Let's go to the Vikings. Let's go to the Vikings and defensive coordinator. This is like a, it doesn't really matter, but there's nothing else to talk about with the Vikings. So let's talk about the Vikings. Vibe check. Vibes. You know about vibes. Vibe check. Vibe. Vibe, vibe check. Put out the vibe. Oh, I love it. Uh, the Vikings are down two candidates for their defensive coordinator spot. Okay. Um, Seahawks defensive assistant Sean Desai withdrew from consideration. Oh. Former Broncos defensive coordinator Ijiro Avero, or however you say his name, he was hired by the Carolina Panthers. So it basically means, CJ, the Vikings are down to former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. He was like special assistant at Pittsburgh last season. Mm-hmm. And uh, current Vikings defensive assistant Mike Pettin. As far as we know, those are the two remaining candidates for the uh, defensive coordinator spot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, here's how I feel about this. I feel a change was, in in fact, in order. Yes. Um. I I I gotta be honest with you. I I there's two things here. First, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> I know we're I know this is too easy. We've taken the neutral route way too often, but I I don't care. So I want a vibe. I want to vibe. And also, should we be the first? Should we be the first here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's congratulate Mike Pettin on becoming the next defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. Because it's going to be him, right? Well, that's the thing. So first of all, we make the point initially already of, like, look, this defensive coordinator, a change was necessary. And also, most people listening have no idea who any of these guys are. Nope. And and that's the point of is it how much does it matter? It matters a lot, but it also doesn't matter at all because they need to rebuild this defense from scratch. And that's why you're seeing a lot of these top defensive coordinator picks choose not to go to the Vikings because a lot of these guys have head coaching aspirations. Do you want to hitch your wagon to a bad defense that's going to need a couple years of work to be relevant again? I don't think that's the plan. And Brian Flores, there's a good chance he takes that job to be the Arizona Cardinals head coach, right. which is what he wants to be. So I, 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 the vibes are wrong with this situation. Well, the vibes are wrong. <laughs> the vibes are wrong with this whole situation because nobody wants to touch this defense, Corey. It's really, really bad. And as we've talked about a lot, this, the defense has been bad for and was bad for two straight seasons. Right. It it. We know that the scheme with Donatello was pretty ugly, but also this the the players were bad. The players were bad. They performed also badly under a different scheme with a different defensive coordinator. This is not. Um, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know unless they need to play like a six-two or something. <laughs> play a two-seven. I don't know. Can they don't, play a one-three-one? Two-six. Yeah, just play a one-three-one. Just get them out there and and put some put some length at the uh, at the point of that at nose tackle and. <laughs> yeah, just. I mean, it can't be any worse than what the Vikings were running last year. I don't know, man. I um, Mike Pettin's. Whatever he's 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 a football guy, right? Yeah. Hashtag football guy. He's been around forever, and he's probably gonna do. He'll do. He'll he'll be fine. He'll be there. He'll be fine. He'll be there. Hopefully, he puts the the guys in the best spot possible, and hopefully, there's one more renaissance season for for this Vikings defense. Because I want a Super Bowl, man. Let's let's get it. This has been a Monday morning vibe check. Vibes. 
You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, vibe, vibe check. Put out the vibe. Okay, I have two things I want to throw at you very quickly, and then a third sports adjacent question. Okay. Okay, uh, United North Central Park Region Conference Wrestling Champs over the weekend. Congratulations. Congrats, congrats to the Warriors. Uh, Henning, girls basketball coach Mike Heppola, got his 300th career 300th. win. 300th. Congratulations. Way to go, Hep. That's very, very cool. And finally, what fans of a sport look the least like the players of that sport? Okay, now, before you answer this, I'll give you some time to think. Uh, we're talking any any range of what could be considered sport or competition. So we're talking about things you'd find on ESPN 8, The Ocho. The Ocho. Okay, so when I saw this this morning, one of the guys was like, well, first of all, Fans of darts look most like the players of darts. Yeah, which is fair. Probably they like look bags, like the Joes. Yeah. Cornhole, right? So, but we want to know what fans of the sport look least like Ooh. the players of the sport. To me, I think this is a very this is a very obvious. Yeah, but uh, what what's the first one that comes to your mind? I'm going sumo wrestling. Oh wow! I did not know. I was not thinking about sumo wrestling at all. You don't think there are a bunch of big fatties who are just like way into into sumo wrestling? I mean, I'm sure there are, but like I think generally if you look at like sumo wrestling is very popular in Japan. Correct. So like there's just not a ton of very large and in charge Japanese guys. Yeah, you're right. Generally speaking, it would seem like the Japanese people are a smaller people. Yeah. Very um, petite. I I I like that answer a lot. My I like that answer a lot, and I'm embarrassed I didn't go something weird that way. Ha. Uh, my answer is uh, is is probably too simple and straightforward, but it's it's the NBA. I mean, I, yeah, that was my first thought, but then you said the Ocho, so then my mind lingered. And the reason it's the NBA is because they're so freaking tall. A six five guy in the NBA is short. So like. Dan in the other room. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's 6'3", mm -hmm. right? Super tall. He's like, that's how tall Ricky Rubio is. And they're like, ah, doesn't got a lot of size, but like can do some nice things. If Ricky Rubio walked up the stairs right now, he would be the biggest person in here by such a wide margin, it'd be embarrassing. Remember J.J. Barea? Yes. With the Wolves? Everyone's like, oh, what a shorty. But he was like 5'11", 6 foot even. If you walked around here, it'd be like, oh, look at that guy. He's a little tall. Taller than average, J.J. Barea. <laughs> so that, so that's, that's the reason why. They're just enormous. Um, I think, I think that what used to be fun, it felt this way growing up, baseball. Mm -hmm. It like... You know, you'd look at Kirby Puckett, and he'd look at his big butt running around the base. He'd be like, yeah, I've seen guys who look like that. Then you realize he's a super freak. Yeah. As you get older. Um, but that was kind of always the appeal of baseball. Golf used to be that way. Not anymore. Go watch golf. Those guys are jacked. Every once in a while, there's like a, a John Daly. And you're like, oh, look at that average-looking guy. Um, cricket? Cricket? I think their fans probably look like cricket players. Prob they all look like crickets? They all look like crickets. Yeah. Soccer? Like, so they're not big guys playing soccer, no. generally speaking. So they probably look fairly similar. I don't know. Is there another one that stands out to you? Uh, I don't know. Like uh, the shin kicking competitions in, like, uh, in yeah, uh, Ireland? Yeah. Maybe professional wrestling? Yeah. They look way different. Yeah. They're just, they're on HGH. So, I mean, 
Right. The fans of it are just on uh, Spearmint Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Corey. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, February 6th on KWAD.